Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're like us just wringing content out of nothing right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, my buddy Woody's calling. Should I put him on the pod? Yeah, let's throw on. Hopefully it's not dire. Uh, hey, what's up, bud? What's going on, boss? I'm currently recording a podcast. You're on with the boys and Kaylee. Oh, sweet. Well, I just wanted to say, didn't I tell you this? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm not watching it. The first half would not have gone the way I expected uh, All right, I'll let you get back to good it. Hop on All right, welcome back to the Brews and Bruins podcast. My name is Cam Hasbrook, joined as per usual by Chris Astronaut Gear and the one and only Doob Schmoob Drew Johnson. We've got an old friend back on the pod. It's been a little bit of a while here. Kaylee Allen coming on to talk about a little bit of bees, a little bit of beer. It's going to be some good stuff. Uh, who wants to start us out? You know, this is the Bruins and Bruins podcast. We're going to talk about a little bit of Bruins, even though it's the off season. We're going to talk about a lot of bit of beer. So I got a little Chicago in the end there. <laughs> yeah, it was like a weird hire. We started out with Boston and I somehow. It's I was in Chicago a few weeks ago. My brother kept doing the Chicago Polish accent, so I kind of accidentally transitioned there. But we got some fucking wicked beers or whatever. So who wants to start us off there? I think. Oh, sorry. I introduced Chris as the astronaut, but really, uh, he is not one of the civilian SpaceX people this week. He is uh, Gardner Minshew this week. In the full on, he's got the Jaguars. He's got the oh Jaguars T. I should say he's got the headband. So maybe Chris will send it over to you to start. What are you drink today, man? All right, I have a Mother Earth Brewing Cali Creamin Creamsicle. Uh, I feel like their their best known beer is their traditional Cali Creamin, which is just a like vanilla cream ale. This one mm. has a little bit of orange flavor to it. That sounds so good. I will say it's pretty delicious. Um, it's not overly sugary or like super uh, in your face about it, which is nice. Uh, so we'll go, it's, it's going to be lower taste ability than, than it would be if it was like bashing you over the head with it. But I think that's a good thing. So let's go with like an 18, um, and then drinkability pretty crushable. It's a 5%. Um, I would say like zero bitterness whatsoever. Um, just very smooth. Um, so we're, I'm going to give it the full 37. I think we need to change our scales so we do, uh, instead of drinkability, crushability. <laughs> or just its own separate <laughs> thing. 
you know, do extend it way too much and do taste, tasteability, drinkability, and crushability. <laughs> yeah, let's get Lancey on that. Yeah, <laughs> he'll make a Venn diagram too. You can probably find some correlation between the numbers. You want the next? Oh, what you got, sure, Drew? Cam. I have a Corona Extra. Drew's always being <laughs> first extra. time drink for Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is actually really good. It's it's a little different. I don't know. Uh, let's go like 32, 25. You can choose which category is which. I don't fucking care. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm like watching on Drew's screen because mine's lagging so much that I can like, barely tell what's going on. But uh, here we go. I'm drinking a Zero Gravity Madonna IPA. Am I wrong, Chris? Have you had Zero Gravity on here before? They're out of Vermont. I don't think so. Really? Have you, I, I mean, I've, I've, really, had, weird that... I've had the specific beer, but I've definitely had something from them, just not on the pod. Uh, okay. I don't know why I was thinking of craft. I like could picture Chris saying it in my head when I picked it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably I, good." Is it because um, zero gravity? I bought this because what happens in space. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I was just too. Uh, although, yeah, I don't know if we can give you your honorary space title this week because there are other civilians going to space. So, oh, they're they're back now, I believe. Yeah, the SpaceX people. I guess by the time I have no fucking clue what's going on with SpaceX. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're back. Know. But <clears throat> anyway, I bought this beer. Uh, because of the can, kind of a 70s, 80s look to it, like a mustard yellow with some cool uh, red, light blue, and dark blue uh, Navy Mountains. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, this is... It's a combo of, like, the Astros throwbacks and the... Uh, the Colorado Miami. Rockies. Well, I, was, I was thinking of uh, Miami Marlins. Uh, it looks like I was the thinking, Red sorry, Sox the, yellow jersey. The, the Red Sox uh, yellow and blue one. Yeah, a little, a little darker, more of a mustard, but yeah, same. It's the the blue oh, is yeah. very similar. I was thinking for reference, by the way, uh, the NHL former NHL Colorado Rockies with the the red and dark blue and the the yellow. But um, anyway, yeah, this is an eight percent double IPA. Um, I believe it's made with Pilsner malt, American wheat. It says uh, balanced, bright, and highly satisfying. So we're gonna put that to the test here. Usually Vermont beers are pretty good, so give it a go. Uh, ooh, there's a little bit of maltiness to it. It's it's kind of sweet, uh, not as bitter or as as punchy as you'd expect for a double IPA, which I also love. They put literally two eyes, so it's quite literally a double IPA. Which why I'm a big why, fan. why do we do this every time? Every time one of you guys has a double IPA, it's like you're surprised. Double IPAs are always like sweeter, generally less uh, hoppy. Is that a thing? I didn't. I yeah, didn't like realize that. Is that always a thing? <laughs> Oh. I, I just I just need to know that I had it on mute because Cam was talking and then Cam just paused and I was like, what's going on? And I didn't realize Chris was talking. <laughs> there you go. I was like, Cam just like froze. I was like, what are you, are you okay? Well, definitely a, uh, a sweeter kick to it. Um, a little hoppy, but like a, a nice in-between amount. Not again, not as much you'd expect for something that's 8%, but um yeah, overall a pretty deep flavor. Uh, I'm gonna give drinkability. Like a 23, I think, is about the right range for uh, for a beer like this. Taste, you can definitely taste it, but like I said, it's not uh, it's not hitting you too hard. It's it's a very enjoyable flavor, but it's not overly aggressive. So I'll give it like a 25. But definitely would recommend checking that out. Uh, it does kind of have like the blondish vibes to it, so I guess appropriately named Madonna, but. Um, it does kind of taste like a like a blonde take on a double IPA, which I like. So, 
Um, yeah, if you're in Vermont anytime, or I'm not sure how how far zero gravity reaches, but I would recommend giving it a try for sure. And thus wraps up our longest fucking beer review ever. Kaylee, what are you drinking? <laughs> you guys are not going to believe what I'm drinking, okay? I, it's a big reveal. Um, so after after I left my workout today, I was like, oh, I have to get drinks because I'm going on the podcast tonight. Yeah. So I forgot to pick something up, and I found this in the back of my fridge, and I don't know where it came from. Let's oh, go. My God. oh, my God. Throw back to college. <laughs> She's got the one and only and yes, natural light. Wow. This thing is so old. I don't know how it got there. I don't know who it's from, but I'm drinking Natty Light. And it's the not only pleasant. thing better than new Natty Light is old Natty Light. So <laughs> that's that's great. It's probably expired. I yeah, I don't even want to know when or where it's from, but I don't think I have to rate this, but it's better than showing up empty handed. So cheers, I guess. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think at its best, Natty Light is already expired. So, yeah, it already tastes expired. So it doesn't matter. I think it ages like a toilet wine. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the producer of Natty Light? Is it owned by a larger company or is it? It definitely is. Like, is it one of those beers that it's just like, oh, it was the Miller Light that like didn't come out as it was supposed to be. So we just threw it in a Natty can. Like, I don't know. You know how some brands like like that? Well, I know how like Marlboro does that with cigarettes. Like, yeah, it's Anheuser Busch. Yeah, it is. It says that on the side. Okay. So it's just like, hey, this was Bush Light except worse. And I mean, that's saying something, but it's it's just more natural. It's the sour batch of uh, Of Bush, yeah. Beast Light. It's natural and it's light. Well, Kaylee, we respect you for hydrating. It's very important to drink water uh, throughout the day. So I'm, I'm happy that you've gotten some on the podcast uh, and just try to represent all aspects of beer drinking today. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. Stay hydrated. Yep. I think two very good guest beers in a row with the uh, Logan coming with the Molson ice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Kaylee, it's been a while since we've had you on, so I don't know if you, maybe before we get into some hockey stuff, you can fill in the uh, the audience on anything that you've been up to lately. If you, you got anything going on, if not, we can just kind of rip through to some hockey stuff. But you're a, an OG friend of the pod, and it's been a while, so. Yeah, yeah. So other than um, watching baseball and suffering every day of my life, I'm <laughs> so ready for hockey to be back. I figured that would come up. So I thought I would rip the bandaid off. Just get it out of the way quick. That was, I actually would mention yeah. Drew before. I was like, yeah, we'll just tell her it's a hockey podcast and I'll just shit on the ink. just roast me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'm sick of baseball. I'm also sick of football for obvious reasons. Already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an O and two team will do that to you. I gave up real quick, so especially after Thursday's game against the Washington football team. I don't know yeah, if you guys tough. watched that. Oh, but... I saw it. Yeah, well, I will say sure. I had money on Washington though. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, too upset about I, it, but... I, I picked Washington as well in my in one of my polls. Yeah. Well, I'm personal. It was just yeah, it was just <laughs> smart. So. Yeah. so I I did ruin. So my my best friend is a Giants fan, and I did ruin for him the result of that game um and i don't know if you saw the replay like the slowed down like he definitely was not offside when yes. no no no, no. did you saw did you in see, the there was the one video though that just had awful frame rate i i watched some with better frame rates where he clearly jumped first whether he was actually offside remains to be seen but there was the one going around on twitter that was like oh he didn't jump first but it was just like well they just skipped like five frames in there so it's like I don't, Wait, really? He so he was offside. I don't, I don't know if I. I don't know if I saw 
the I can I can forward it to you. I saw another one that was like it clearly it from, showed him going first. Was it from the reverse angle though? It was it was the same angle where it was he it was behind him though. So again, okay. whether he actually broke the plane is one thing, but he definitely jumped first. You would assume okay. he probably did because he's moving forward and uh, assuming he's lined up on the line of scrimmage. That's but fair. I'll I pass mean, it along to the people because I have either a, way, a friend it's... who's a Giants fan who was very salty about it, and I was like, "Wait, hold on! I just want to clear it up. Like, I'm pretty sure it was the correct call." But um, yeah, I remember yeah. the I remember the Patriots got jobbed on one of those calls uh, against the Jets like four or five years back, and that was uh, not a fun time. So yeah, that's the thing about football. Like, not that NHL officiating is any better, but it's all those little stoppages and calls and flags, and now you have the taunting. And I'm like, a, I need hockey back so bad. So the taunting, taunting to me is like the delay of game penalty in hockey where it's like yes just such a harsh punishment for something that doesn't deserve that punishment and yeah. then they're emphasizing it this year the yeah it's uh, also so much more arbitrary like, uh, like the delay of game penalty in hockey sucks but at least it's like a clearly shot out of bounds it's a dumb rule but there's no like gray area there it's like taunting is so arbitrary it's like one thing is, but then like the ref's not looking at the guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it, just, like, it also just feels so old white guy. Like, oh yeah, we, yeah, we gotta yeah. we gotta stop these kids from uh, from having any personality. Like they're trying to turn the NFL into the NHL. It's yeah. like in MLB. Yeah, it's like an MLB where like uh, someone will hit a homer and they do the bat flip and they're like, "That's disrespectful to the game of baseball." I'm like. What like, dude? Yeah, like, damn kids having fun. Like? You're not supposed to have fun yeah, playing yeah. baseball. <laughs> I feel no like as, as long as you're not just like flipping off the pitcher after you hit a homer, like, like which by the way, I think four. I think that's fun too. Yeah, interference style. I mean, it's yeah, the pitcher's fault lines, for you know? grooving a 93 mile an hour fastball right down. Exactly. It's like really, you don't want to get short up, then don't let him hit a fucking home run off you. You know what I mean? You're gonna be nailing your chest and you're walking off the mound and you strike out the side like. Yeah, if I pimped a, if I hit a ninety-eight mile an hour fastball, four hundred and thirty feet, I'd be fucking losing it too. So yeah, like nothing against that. I think basketball is like the perfect example. Like every, every time somebody hits a three pointer, like they're pimping it out, and it's yeah. fun. Like and, and no one complains point, about yeah. that shit. Again, like, this bas- is like basketball fans aren't saying like we need to get this out of the game. This isn't like fucking like rec league shit you know what i mean like this is it's 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 a show it's entertainment that's what pro sports are it's meant to be entertaining and if that increases the entertainment value then i'm absolutely for it you know what i mean like, and there are so many always... worse things that are happening in sports that are you should crack down on that are not this like exactly thank okay. you and that's i was thinking of um one time when obj was on the giants this was like four years ago or so he pretended to be a dog peeing in the end zone yeah like that was hilarious yeah, like, like how is that hurting the sport at all you know what I mean? Wait, it was so- hilarious there's so many memes about it it was all over social media brought so much attention to the game and again it's not like it's you know he's like going like this to someone or you know flipping <laughs> the finger but it's yeah. like it's just funny let the stuff record show like- to the listeners that uh kaylee did the like wanking motion yeah, the wanker motion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah so for one of the things like randy moss when he did the like fake mooning the crowd when he scored yeah. a touchdown and Joe Buck was like, it's disgusting. Like, I can't believe yeah. you just did that. Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? 
Imagine if like I can't believe we're being like, wow, hockey's really got it right. But like imagine if like hockey celebrations were punished like that and like the only thing you could do is like the Patrice Bergeron like maybe nod and be like No, yeah, no, that's the David Krejci, just like the the Red Wings thing know. where that like maybe three, four years ago where they just took their gloves off and shook hands after a goal. Yeah. That was so <laughs> that's great. I know. Or like oh. the, the throwing up the glove and the shooting it with the stick oh, yeah. and the, the Craig Smith Superman. That's one of the, my favorites ever. The Smitty Superman. Oh, legendary. Yeah. I hope we stuff. see that many times this year, but also I kind of hope he doesn't score a lot of goals so I don't have to do more photoshops. <laughs> Are we going to continue very, that this season? Very, I forgot niche, about that. Very niche memes that like nobody liked. There's like seven likes on the best one. I always <laughs> like them. I will always give you a like. Much appreciated. I, I'm really excited to get back into the meme game now that the you know the season's going to be wrapping up. Like Now we can make meme some more of the week. memes. I will say I uh, I'm I'm building a PC right now. I'm starting to acquire the parts and stuff, and I'm looking to try to get back into some multimedia editing and specifically maybe some some meme design, not graphic design, but just purely meme design. <laughs> so I'll uh, I can partake a little bit more on that this season. Dude, cringe it's memes. Really, it, it is really helpful that the three of us are all like Losers. mediocre. But good oh. enough to like be able to, to make memes and shit. Be able to do well, it, but not well. <laughs> cringe memes are the best. Yeah. They're so easy to make, and yes. they're just like, like it's important in a cringe meme to have some like crudely photoshopped photo, like, like the one I did of Colin. Yeah, I mean that was face. We, we've we've all taken like one graphic design class. I think that's the, like, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys gonna do now that Krejci's gone and you can't say upon this rock? Like oh, I don't know. We, oh, we still this rock every every time he scores in the extra league. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that I think you actually are right. We've been talking about this for a while, but I, I I'm pretty sure he's gonna come back when he becomes the all time leading scorer in the extra league next week. He's gonna come He's back in time at the start of the season. Did we? Did we all see this goal he scored? Yeah. Like, oh my like, god! A couple of days ago, it just Sunday. I think it was yeah. sick shit. Just the, I did not. So he 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 moved this puck out of his own defensive zone on on his own, like kind of circled into the offensive zone, coming from the left wing and like cycling across the middle and lifted the puck up over the defender's stick. And then just kind of dragged a little bit and sniped one, like offside. <laughs> Disrespectful. It was it, uh, absolutely insane. Yeah, there's a goal a couple games back, and the whole crowd was chanting David Krejci. I was like, oh my god, they love him there. That's why. I mean, I'm not mad that he went back. Like, <laughs> no, I, every time I watch one of those goals, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, like I totally get. You know what I mean? Like again, like this is this is where this kid kid this is where this guy grew up when he was a kid and like he started playing hockey there he came over he made his run in the nhl and like how can you not be happy for him to see him go home and just absolutely fucking tear it up while he still has something in the tank you know what i mean like every time i watch it i'm like damn it'd be nice to see him do it in black and gold but like i'm so happy for you know he gave too much to the bruins organization already so like yeah. nothing in return no winger for like a decade so he could he should be able to do whatever he wants yeah, yeah he got half a season of a winger and was like i was like 
the same for me. He's like, damn, yeah, it's nice to be able to score a bunch. I'm going to go do that and check now. (laughs) I forgot that was cool. (laughs) And Taylor Hall's just like, all right. Yeah, he's going to – I saw somebody tweeting about how Taylor Hall is going to figure out what it's like to be David Krejci this year, and I think he's probably – I heard Taylor Hall just got his green card so he can go over there and play Krejci. I think Lauren Campbell wrote wrote an article about how Taylor Hall is just going to, like, figure it out now. (laughs) Someone asked him, like, hey, were you – like did you sign with the intention of playing with Krejci he was like I don't know like I didn't know what was going to happen but like I'm totally fine with him not being here and moving forward like talking about how Smitty and and him are going to be like the, a great tandem so I'm fine with who do we think is going to be second line center oh it's um, going to be Coyle. Charlie Coyle yeah yeah well, yeah, it should be is another question but well, I, that'll answer itself in, in a, you know, hopefully in a few weeks but um but yeah i mean i don't know i i i am cautiously optimistic i mean i know there were some injury concerns last year and stuff and i i don't see how he could have much worse for season than last year which really no. isn't the bar you want to set but like mm-hmm. um i do expect you know maybe not to the level of production that we were necessarily hoping from the year before but i, I do think he'll be somewhat more effective especially playing with a guy like taylor hall who um, it will be interesting because I, the, the whole narrative was like, oh, Hall's not expected to be the guy. And he's not staying. You know, the, the Bruins still have that first line, of course. But he's going to have to be the guy a little bit more on that second line now with Krejci gone. So um, not necessarily the one scoring all the time, but at least facilitating a lot. So I do see how that line combo could work personally. But, you know, it, it might take a little while to get there, too. So what yeah, do you think, Marchand. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Kelly? Yeah, I'm rooting for him. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with DeBrusque. Like, he's, you know, he's so streaky. Like, he has a lot of heart and stuff, and he's had so many chances, and you want the guy to succeed. Um, But it just hasn't really happened yet, and he hasn't had that big break where, you know, he's consistent and you can rely on him. So, I, you know, I hope it works out. You don't want to wish failure upon any of your players or your team. So, I think, like you said, he's going to have to step up, but also it'll be a lot easier um, playing alongside Smitty and Hall because, um, you know, they're playmakers and that that second line, you know, they finally got their secondary scoring. So if Coyle can just not mess that up, then I think good things will happen. So, I mean, I don't know. I was hoping we would see Stadnika in there, but I, I think that's it's obvious that the job will go to Coyle because, you know, he's been there longer and, you know, you have to see – you have to give him his time to shine. So I definitely think it'll be Coyle, but I'm just nervous. Um, I hope that playing alongside those two guys will help him out a little bit. So like you said, I guess we'll find out pretty soon. Yeah, I think one of the other things was he had pretty instant chemistry with Craig Smith when they were on the same line early in the season last year. And so that kind of alleviates some of my worries. Um, and then that was probably some of the best that Coyle played all year. I don't know when the injury came about, but it may have coincided with that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I mentioned this on another episode and I don't have any illusions that everybody listens to every episode of this podcast, especially in the off season. So I'll repeat a little bit. Especially us. Yeah. I I listened to one episode of this podcast, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I, I think that second line has kind of like, light version of first line vibes where like Taylor Hall can kind of be the Brad Marchand where he um, controls the puck a lot and, and distributes from the wing, um, but also contributes scoring wise. And then Craig Smith's the trigger man. Like, obviously he's not a 
David Pasternak level scorer or volume shooter, but he does do those things. And then Charlie Coyle, when he was healthy, was a defense first uh, kind of like puck protector um, center. So a very, very, very light version of Patrice Bergeron. (laughs) So you can push the puck up. Without the the offensive acumen, but um, I, I think if you're building a blueprint for a second line, it's not a bad way to go. Yeah, I think I think there's like a lot of pieces there that like you know Coyle has that physical side and I think that's where most of his strength is not that he's like a grinder or anything but that adds a huge plus to his offensive and defensive game. Uh I mean that I, I forget when it was. I think it was at one point last season though where he just skated the puck around the entire zone uh by just like having the muscle to fend guys off and I think that's going to be the main attribute he brings. And then Taylor Hall, I mean, the offensive skill is obviously there, but he's also a bigger body there. Um, you know, I think he has a lot of offensive skill, but it's not like a posture knock where, you know, he's kind of a lighter guy and has the shot and everything. Uh, so he has that capability. And then, yeah, Smith is kind of the wild card where he's just skating around shooting from fucking center ice. Like he just shoots from fucking anywhere. Um so I think I think that's really good. Like you just have all of these different kind of skill sets, and if they can find a way to mesh them together, I think they could be a really really good second line. But with that said, with all those different skill sets, who knows how well it's all going to mesh together? So it could be not necessarily a disaster, but it could not be working out, and you're shuffling guys into the lineup probably because Smith and Hall have that kind of chemistry already it would be Coyle being put down in the lineup and maybe they have like Felino or Coyle's something being put down? second line. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> put him down. Hopefully not. That'd be tough season. <laughs> uh, Kelly, I got a question for you. Um, we haven't spoken to you much since uh, it was clear that Rask would not be returning this season. And of course, Kelly is on Twitter, the number two Kyle Rask. Um, you maybe could go to our friend Colin, who also had his Twitter namesake ripped away from the Bruins last season uh, when Char went over to Washington, uh, and we'll get to more of that in a second. But how are you feeling as uh, your first Twitter season as Tuukka Rask on Twitter without Tuukka between the pipes, at least the start? How are you feeling about that situation? I actually feel very confident in Swayman and Allmark. Um, I feel like that was a huge pickup by Donnie <laughs> during um, – the free agent frenzy. Um, I mean, he put up some good numbers playing in Buffalo. And we all know if you put up numbers in Buffalo as a goaltender, you are doing something (laughs) right. So I'm really excited to see how he could play um, behind a solid Bruins team. Um, And Swayman has already proved himself. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself. And I don't think that Tuka should lose the starting position to him, of course, but um, Swayman does not make me nervous at all. Allmark does not make me nervous. I mean, his Twitter name is like Ice Bear Dude or something. I'm like, this guy's going to fit perfectly. Like, <laughs> he does seem like he's loving the Boston vibe so far, yeah. Yes, yes. He already seems like he meshes, but yeah, I mean, I feel very confident. And I mean, they signed him, What was it five years, I think? Yeah, I- it sounds about right. I forget to be honest I think, with you. I believe it's, it's five years. So it's, it's either four or five like, for five million. So yeah, it seems like he might be here for a while. So we might be looking at our next duo. Obviously, Tuka's future is up in the air, but he also said that he would 
stay in Boston for 250k and in Bud Light, which I love him for after all the slander <laughs> he's been through. It's um, four years, five million. Um, oh, okay, four years, five million. Yeah, yeah. I was about so, to I think hopefully it should be. Yeah, and he's a young guy too. So I'm really excited about it. Two young goalies, two guys I'm confident in. So I'm not worried. I obviously want Tuka back, but I think he's going to be back just at the right time. So. Yeah, I will say uh, with a, an aging core and obviously the 2011 core is, is fading really fast at this point. Um, having a lot of, yeah, pretty much gone. Having a lot of questions about the youth, having having two at least pretty promising young slash youngish goalies that the Bruins could see being a part of their future plans is very big regardless of how this next season goes and stuff uh, when you're looking ahead at the next few years. That's a really big piece that a lot of teams don't have when they're trying to, I don't want to say the Bruins are going to rebuild after something like this season. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. But there's going to be some retooling going on at the very least. And having two goalies that, you know, again, we'll see how they do this year. But right now it looks like there's some reason to be hopeful, knock on wood, is uh, is a big piece that a lot of teams don't have. So um, advantage Bruins, I guess, in that department to, to some extent. For sure. I agree. Uh, we're going to talk to Dano Char in a, for, in a minute, but I think uh, Drew has something very important he would like to say about DraftKings. Uh, that is definitely just whatever's going on in the. Uh, Once my uh, right now. girlfriend and her friend stop freaking out over Mario Kart. It is Mario Kart, so there's, there's reason to be excited. <laughs> understandable, totally understandable. And probably a few margaritas deep, which we can all support here. So, uh, Drew. How do you personally feel about DraftKings? Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, to kick off another action-packed week where you can feel the sweat sweat. (laughs) like never before. Cam jumped the gun on that. I wasn't sure. DraftKings is giving new customers 150 dollars instantly when they bet one dollar on any football game listen up because you do not want to miss this head to the DraftKings sportsbook app now and place a bet of one dollar on any week three game to receive 150 dollars in free bets instantly if sportsbook is not yet available in your state DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Why, do, why does Indiana do that shit? Like, yeah. I feel like it would be easier if they just had... <laughs> Have you been doing the wrong phone number? <laughs> That's a strange, um, yeah, I know, like, hey, also, if you're Drew, a gambler, you, then call Drew, this. you read the wrong copy, yeah. like, this is uh, the Basketball Podcast Network. Um, yes, as you can see from the, the Hardwood yeah. Heroes background. 
Yeah, uh, and um, the logo that no one can see in that corner if I drew. Uh, let the record show that I also dropped an f bomb in the middle of that ad read, so you got to edit that out too, Cam. Yeah, great stuff. Thanks, Drew. Uh, Maybe I'll just I'll re-edit it in afterward. But yeah, um, I was awesome. I was hanging out uh, with friends of the pod, Corey and Richie from the podcast Sporty with Corey and Richie, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast uh, presented by DraftKings. And uh, and Bruins diehards, <laughs> yeah, the Bruins diehards is also uh, decided to sponsor Sporty with Corey and Richie. Um, and they were uh, since they're in Arizona, I think they're allowed to do the sports betting thing. And they've uh, uh, they were freaking out about over unders and like really just blowout games. Uh, and it was very fun <laughs> to watch. It always makes it more fun. Uh, I saw Richie was in Vegas, I think, this weekend watching football too. Which looks, yeah, he was at a Life Is Beautiful festival. Um, uh, apparently, just making Mikey jealous because he got to go see Green Day. Oh, nice! Hell yeah, Green Day! If you ever get the chance to see them live, would definitely recommend. They are still very, very good live. Uh, uh, they Richie, were in 2017 when I saw him, at least. So <laughs> Richie showed me his uh, his tank that he was wearing to uh, to the festival, and it's uh, like a dark gray tank with the word "turnt" in like a bunch of neon <laughs> colors, with like the shadow of it kind of cascading upwards. Uh, That's awesome. Definitely uh, a tank that I would recommend for people going to festivals. <laughs> I gotta have a word with uh, with Cat actually because uh, maybe you heard about Richie uh, was talking about how he's interested in getting into the Premier League and uh, you did hear about this because we were talking. Yeah, I was the one who the Liverpool I, I added you. I was the one who said, uh, "Yeah, h- help me out here." Well, I was going to purchase him a definitely official and not knockoff Liverpool jersey that was customized with his name to force him into a Liverpool fandom. <laughs> and I I texted Kat and I was like, hey, can you give me your address so I can just send this to him? And you so it'll just show up in the... Well, I thought she would be cool about it. And she was like, ah, it's funny you think I'm going to give that shit to you. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? I, it was in slightly nicer terms, I will say. I have um, the address. So you could have just asked so, me. <laughs> I should have really, but I I was hoping that maybe she would lay off the the Chelsea push for no. a little bit while I. But There's it was probably no wishful, yeah, wishful thinking there. Um, and I, I did say to her, I was like, "Well, this is going to happen either way. So you can either make it easy, or you know, we can we can do it the hard way." So it looks like she's taking the hard route. So she does have to talk she about this. The the upper hand though, like having a daughter who is a Chelsea fan. Well, you know what? Having having the same fandom throughout the household is is not necessarily the most fun. You know, you want to have a little bit of rivalry, little rivalry in there, yeah. and uh, I think that would make it fun for something like the Premier League. So uh, we'll follow up on that in the in the near future because we're Drew gonna get on the way. Drew is clearly bored with this. <laughs> it's popping into my screen. There you go. I didn't follow much of that because I'm hearing it twice. So. Okay. Which we'll you think would make me hear it more, but Kaylee, do you have a Premier League uh, affiliation? Do I don't know. I Richie play? was in Vegas at one point. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> do you have a Premier League team that you root for? No, um, not at all. It, it, I know nothing. <laughs> that's totally uh, switching funny. it over to yeah, uh, is, wait, wait. Is Swansea in the Premier League or are they Champions League now? Uh, that would be the Championship. <laughs> championship yeah. League. What? Are, what? Uh, <laughs> 
Are they there now? Because I watched the Champions League is reserved for the top four in the Premier League. Yeah, um, which is definitely not Swazi. <laughs> but at one point I watched like an ESPN like 30 for 30 about them and how like at one point they were, they got promoted and it was like the first time or something or they just avoided relegation, which are two very different things. But anyway, yeah, it's the I like them after that. And I, li- I like their logo too. It's like a swan. Swan, yeah. yeah swan. Makes or sense. Which is kind of like similar to like the Buffalo Bills or the Buffalo Sabres where their logos have been Buffaloes, which is the city, not the name of the... Anyway. I will give a quick shout out to myself. I just picked up the new uh, Liverpool away kit. I'm not a huge fan of their home kit this year. It's like the the classic Liverpool red, but they did like an orange trim, which I'm not a huge fan of. So yeah. the away kit is like a cream with like a, like a forest green and kind of like a neon red pink trim to it. I'm a big fan. Repping, well, I'm not going to turn all the way, but it's Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh, uh, sick. True scout. So, yeah, I figured a young guy and somebody who's uh, already carved his name out in, in the Liverpool lore. But um, I got yeah, to get out. one. I, I don't have – I have a Liverpool hat, um, but I, I don't have a kit yet. I've, I've, over the years, considered it often, but I never know who to get. And I got a Sadio Mane for my first one, and then and then Trent was my second one. So I'm happy with both of those. Well, I, my first one was actually a fully Bay Coutinho jersey back in the day, but uh, that was that was a tough decision because they ended up selling him to Barcelona like the next year. So yeah, that sucks. It was um, kind of a bummer, but uh, that with my Todd Gurley Rams jersey purchase were both those both backfired pretty quickly. So it was a bummer, but yeah, I feel do? like a, a Mo Salah jersey would be like the basic thing to do. Um, but he, he is my favorite, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. They've got enough big names that you can you can get a superstar and not be too uh, mainstream with it, I guess. But anyway, this is a hockey podcast, so we'll turn it back to that. Um, Zdeno Chara, going back – I don't even want to say going back home because he's still he's still a career Bruin for the most – I guess by definition not a career Bruin, but he'll be remembered as a Bruin unless he spends the next 15 years with the team that he started with yeah, I think he would be remembered as an Islander if he played until he was 55. Probably, yeah. So, uh, Big Z, going back to the Isles, uh, I kind of want to get everybody's take on this. For me personally, I mean, kind of cool to see him go back to a team that he, he started out with. And uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I saw uh, Jeff Israel tweeted, like, for some reason this doesn't bother me as much as Washington. And I agree. Even though the yeah. Islanders knocked out the Bruins last year, I, I was like, I can't explain why, but it definitely hurts less than him being on the Capitals. So it's I'm kind of cool jarring. with it. It's, yeah. it's definitely less jarring. Like, he, he, we've already seen him in an Islanders uniform. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it felt weird just the way that the, the split happened. And... Like Maybe because it was like the first new boyfriend since the since you broke up with it, you know what I mean? There's that kind of yeah, thing. Like, but now it's the second one, and you move. Caps were the rebound. Then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, I just have more animosity toward the Caps now. Like, e- even losing to the Islanders in the playoffs, it's still kind of like, oh, it's just the Islanders. I and which is like weird because they're like they're really up and coming as we we spoke with we, we had a whole Islanders week, podcast a, we probably don't need to really get yeah. too much but they're they're a cool team I mean you know what I mean even even as somebody who you know obviously is a Bruins fan and was not thrilled when they lost to him last year like I, I don't know I still am, am, am pro Islanders overall I think for the most part so uh, I don't know Kelly what did you think about that seeing him go from from Washington to the island 
Well, yeah, I'm glad he's not with Tom Wilson anymore, the scum of the earth, and like has to <laughs> him and share a locker room with him um, and pretend that he likes him. So that's fine. And yeah, I de- the Capitals definitely irk me more overall, and they always kind of have. Uh, like you said, like, oh, it's the little Islanders. Like, they're like cute. It's like, oh, what a nice team. Um, but th- this playoff set definitely changed. I was like, I was pretty pissed off. Um, I did not like, their fans i did not like that they threw trash on the ice when they're yeah, didn't make a lot of sense yeah. um i just did not like anything about them last year and yes losing to them sucked like i'm bitter i'll admit it um and their fans cheering when our players get hurt and are down on the ice like the whole thing just irked me but hopefully they'll be a little bit better this year um i i'm just happy for chara like I'm happy for Krejci if that's what he wants to do and he wants to keep playing. And he's also going to be closer to Boston being in New York rather than DC. And I'm pretty sure his family is still in Boston. So he's a little bit closer to home. Um, And I'm just, I'm happy for him. And it's good to see him go back to his roots, which everything has come full circle, but I'm still selfish and I want him to sign a one day contract with the Bruins and then retire. So (laughs) We'll I can see. see that happening still down the road as, as you know, him being the captain of the team for so long and stuff. Like that would still be a that. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully that's in the cards uh, whenever he does decide to hang him up, which who knows? Maybe it'll be this year. I mean, we've been we've been doing this for a few years now, so who knows mm-hmm. when it'll actually be. But, yeah, I, I'm running out of things. Anybody got more I stuff? Just... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the Bruins uh, announcing today that they – well, I guess – Monday, as of recording, that they are 100% vaccinated. Uh, definitely good to see from just a pure morality and, and well-being standpoint. But uh, when you look at from a, a pure sporting standpoint, which obviously is not the most important thing, but uh, as Kaylee being a Yankees fan, us being Red Sox fans, both teams that have been hit hard by the virus throughout the season and has had an impact on their performance uh, from a, a sports standpoint as well, that Gives us a little bit of extra peace of mind. I mean, obviously, doesn't make you immune from getting it and stuff. And, you know, if you are learning about that from us, then please fucking stop listening and go educate yourself on the virus <laughs> that's caused the pandemic for the last year and plus, two years almost now. Um, but Hey, Cam, get yeah, your liberal nice. media bullshit out of here. <laughs> yeah. Could that be the call of the Exactly. Yeah. Uh, fake local news. Big, big Can we news. just call it liberal BS? So, uh, liberal media bullshit is the name of the episode. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully that does help the Bruins avoid. I mean, who, you know, who knows what the situation is going to be like throughout the winter and stuff. But um, or what kind of new fucking Buffalo Sabres variant will be out by then. But uh, it's going to be. A little bit more peace of mind, I think, for the fan base, knowing that their their team is vaccinated and stuff. I think that's nice to see. So um, I would like to see the Bruins still uh, push in, uh, you know, proof of vaccination to get into TD Garden. We haven't seen that yet, uh, as far as I'm aware, at least at the time of recording. So I would like to see something like that. I know some other teams have done that already, um, just for the, the sake of the fan base. So we'll see what goes on there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Anybody have any hot takes yeah. on vaccinations or <laughs> this is where I, we're at I now i considered tweeting this out but i figured the tone wouldn't be right so hopefully this comes off better uh actually in spoken word but uh when when i heard that they were 100 percent vaccinated i was like oh yeah great like no issue like no issues with getting covid and shit during the season or I, I, hopefully at least 
And uh, then it hit me like, oh, no. Does this mean they have no real NHL hockey players? Because real NHL hockey players wouldn't get vaccinated. <laughs> the man's men. <laughs> Good thing you didn't tweet that. Yeah, that would have been a tough I, one. On I Twitter think they would have caught on with the wrong part of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> they always come out of nowhere. So those people. Those yeah. people. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. I hope you're not listening to this. Podcast. All right, we'll leave the, uh, the Vax talk behind for one more Beast topic here. Uh, Zachary Senishin re-signing with the Bruins, a one-year deal. Uh, what kind of impact do you think he could potentially have? I mean, he's, he's spent most of his career with Providence so far, of course, part of that uh, famously great 2015 Bruins draft. Um, <laughs> how do you guys, you know, do you see him really having any impact in the NHL this year? Do you think they'll start him again in Providence and try to pull him? I didn't even say, I'm assuming it's a two-way deal. Um, no, it's, oh yeah, one-year, two-way, so... 750000 obviously not a big cap concern, but do you, do you see him as somebody that might factor into their plans this year, or is it just kind of a little bit of extra insurance that they can pull him up if need be? I think we, uh, you know, we just, see him making a huge impact if, like, three him. guys go down and get injured. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't really – he's not going to start. He's definitely going to start in Providence, so I, I – I don't know. Yeah, injury. He's insurance to me. I mean, I think he's, you know, he's still young. He has that, he still has some potential, but uh, I, you know, he was a first round pick and I don't think he's going to meet those expectations that people have of first round picks. Maybe someday he can be a good, like, bottom, bottom six guy, maybe. But like, in my opinion right now, I think he's insurance and down the line, maybe he has a role on some NHL team. I don't see him as a longtime Bruin. I mean, I, I don't mean to hate on the guy. I really don't, but just with the depth that the Bruins have signed and everything this offseason, if it was last season's team, then yeah, I see Senishin slotting in on the third or fourth line, uh, even maybe to start the season. But this year, I, I think he's insurance. I second that. I, I don't really have any feelings because it's a two-way, which is fine. Like you said, insurance for injuries or, God forbid, a positive COVID test, um, which I know they're vaccinated, but – it can happen. It might happen. You never know. But yeah, just the insurance and the 2015 draft. I mean, that whole thing is just cursed. So, um, I mean, I wish the guy all the best, but I don't see a long-time future in Boston either. So as long as he's there for insurance and maybe he can help out every now and then. But other than that, I don't see any big, um, big moments or big starts coming up for him anytime soon. Yeah, I'm pretty done with the guy. Like, I don't think he's going to contribute in any meaningful way. And I'm not like mad at him or anything. It's just like, I am. just doesn't really fit. Yeah. And I hear there's uh, a new team called the Kraken, though. So, no way. <laughs> Maybe. Yo, we gotta check them out. Seattle. They gotta, go, they gotta go see them sometime. Yeah. I mean, I think the the one thing that would get Zach Senishin like on the Bruins long term would be like if everybody retired after this year and like went into full rebuild mode and like, all right, I guess we'll see what we have with this guy, but he hasn't even <laughs> been particularly good in the AHL. So kind of tough to project him to be any better in the NHL. That's not usually a uh, transition that would go well, but yeah, no. well, I guess wish him the best, you know, and see what happens. Anybody got anything else there? Uh, going to wrap this puppy up. I had a hot take. Let's hear it. Hell yeah. Um, I, They're in the lead here, joke. 50 minutes in. <laughs> this isn't a joke or like satire, but I think the Leafs are going to make it to the second round. Ooh. 
And that Ooh. is a hot take. Yeah, that's definitely a hot take. No, I don't want them to. As long as we're the one to kick him out of the second round, but hey, okay. I know I think this is the year, and I know they say that every year, but there is no this cannot go on for any longer. I hope it does, but something's got to give. So I I'm not even saying they're going to go all the way. I'm just saying they're going to make the second round. So that's truly that, that's pretty much all the way for the for the Maple. Yeah, Leafs, for so. their fans. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's their cup. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big one. Uh, lot, a lot can happen over the next few months, but I, I, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. I mean, I think a lot of people were banking on it happening last year and yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So, you know, we'll see, yeah. but, um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked by any means. That's yeah, a fair take. I, 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 I'm hearing myself three times there. That was awful. Um, <laughs> I, I, just one I mean, time I think for the past few seasons, it's been, that kind of team on paper and even, you know, entering the playoffs where you could be like, yeah, maybe they'll make it to the second or third round. Like they, they are, they do on paper have the skill. And even during the regular season, you see them doing really well. It's something about the playoffs. It's something about the, not just the Bruins, but the Bruins definitely emphasis there, but this playoff time not coming up and Chris gear, famous phrase, hockey is weird. Uh, dash Chris gear, dash Wayne Gretzky, dash Michael Scott. Yeah, I mean, like, um, Montreal could make the playoffs last year, so. Make the final. <laughs> so, but I, I could see it. I've been able to see it every year. I just feel like I love that fucking curse. I love that curse. It's, especially no, as this a. Year, this year, I'm saying it's going to happen. So remember this. Okay, right, we'll pull, it, we'll pull it up saying... the archive, yeah. Either way, we're going to pull it back. It's just a matter of whether it was a, a smart pre wisdom here or a horrifically bad take we'll see but either way it'll be good content so why not both like exactly <laughs> uh, i do have one more question for kaylee on the way out here uh kaylee just to circle back uh is aaron boone the manager of the new york yankees next season god i hope not <laughs> yeah i like that I mean... we're turning aaron fucking boone around back to the yankees that's, that's a good <laughs> full circle there that's good he's well... gonna be the they like, oh, that's what things the Yankees fans say, right? And like, yeah, definitely. That's how it started. It's just they <laughs> hated them. Yeah, so. Well, I call the Yankees the Maple Leafs of MLB because you have it on paper, you spend a lot of money, and then you choke. So we are literally the laughing stock, and everyone loves to hate on us. Same thing with the Leafs. I technically know what it's like to be a Leafs fan. Where I know, <laughs> I know the drought, the championship drought hasn't been that long, but it's been over a decade since that team has brought home a World Series. Oh, has it? And, wow. you know, the Yankees have never actually been bad, but they never make it all the way. And that's all that matters. So I want to see a total revamp. I don't care what has to happen. We'll see how the rest of the season goes, but I know it's not going to go good. Um, they actually were up 5-1, I think, and the Rangers are almost about to tie it. It's 5-4 right now. So um, they just – they struggle. They can't hold a lead, and I just think Boone – he brings nothing to the team. He's like, yeah, we lost. We have to do better. We lost. We have to do better. It's like, no shit, so do something. Like, th these guys need a new system. The chemistry isn't there. The leadership isn't there. I just – even looking at his face, like I can't stand him. Like he's always like chewing his gum. Wow. Like, Hard saying. Like, Laughing oh, yeah. reporters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just something needs to change. They're literally the Maple Leafs of MLB. So I'm done. I don't care. That's my take. <laughs> Those fuck coaches. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. All right. Well, we'll see how that one goes. We're going to have to check out a lot of things back, uh, check Kelly's takes for next spring. So yeah. We need some fact checkers. That's, we have Lancey, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lancey is our fact Remember checker. when Twitter was doing that, like, um, when Trump would tweet everything with the little, like, I, and it was, like, like fact checkers say this is false or something? Yeah. And everyone was making memes about it and, like, writing their own fact checkers say oh, this is false. That was, yeah, very good times. It just. Oh. Uh, I feel like I have a very distinct memory of using of you using that on like a Tuka Rask thing. Oh, it was definitely something. <laughs> was it like a Tuka Rask is not elite. This is false. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just false or misleading. <laughs> misleading, <laughs> yes. Yeah. False or misleading claims. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, leave it to the liberal media to <laughs> the liberal social media. CNN. Classic big tech being too liberal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, Liberals in Lagunitas is a new podcast coming soon. <laughs> I, I realized that I didn't, I don't know what episode this is, but this is the episode that you're listening to. Season three, episode one. You didn't lead with it. No, 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 we can't do that now. I think maybe next week. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to it soon. I really uh, wanted to, I really wanted to do that this week, but whatever. We'll I feel like we need something more than like the prospect tournament to like kick that off though. Yeah, well, maybe like the start we'll of preseason, the preseason starts, or something. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, Kaylee, thanks for thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Um, I don't know you. if you got anything else you want to plug right now while you listen to have our, our massive audience here, but uh, that's no, time. I mean, just just follow me on Twitter, number two K A R A S K, for all the season memes. I'm sure we'll all be circulating memes and I can't wait for it. So that's my personality comes back when hockey comes back. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. And then also like check my articles on fan sided. I'll still be doing that when more content uh, is readily available. So you will see my articles as well. Oh, yeah. You're like us just wringing content out of nothing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> well, my buddy Woody's calling. Should I put him on the pod? Yeah, let's throw on. Hopefully it's not dire. Uh, hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> Going on, boss. I'm currently recording a podcast. You're on with the boys and Kaylee. Oh, sweet. Well, I just wanted to say, didn't I tell you this uh, Packers uh, Packers game was brought for an upset? Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I'm not watching it. The first half would not have gone the way I expected. Um, the, All right, I'll let you get back to good it. Hop on draft. <laughs> 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 Great contest. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Love you, man. Love you too, boss. Love you, Woody. Peace. All right. I'm... That was almost <laughs> as good as my uh, interrogation of Mikey last week. I was hoping he would say something about the Bruins because uh, famously he was like really mad at me that I never let him on this podcast. And I was like, well, generally <laughs> goes we, don't, on the cheese we don't just like let our friends on the podcast, but <laughs> you have to cover the Bruins in some capacity. But he was going to be on uh, the Lake episode, but he wasn't there that day. I right, well, yeah, this is... All this. Season two, episode three. <laughs> Kaylee is regretting her natty light, but uh, I am not regretting this Madonna double IPA. So, yeah, go pick up one of these and tell them we sent you content. Yeah, tell them, tell <laughs> them the Bruiser Bruiser Maybe you'll get kicked out. We'll see. You, we'll see you on Friday. Well, you won't. You'll hear us on Friday if you listen. Yeah, we'll 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 see us. We'll see you. Because we'll never see you, actually, if you don't want us to.